Hello deities and welcome. This is the voice of Goddess Latoya and you are listening to Goddess Botanica, the podcast series. I think that this episode should be called Don't Make Promises You Can't Keep (laughs) because yet again, we are having this episode on a Friday and I convinced you that we would have it on our regular Thursday 11.11pm slot. So maybe this is part of my shadow work, being able to assess and see if that time is indeed feasible or if the past two weeks I was not my best self. And so due to that and technical difficulties, I had to postpone. I do apologize. It was not my intent. I honestly had a long day and I wanted to record on my upgrade. I don't know if you can hear the difference, but I have upgraded my phone for a Shure SM58 mic. It's a little flex <laughs> because nobody that, you know, is an amateur, as I as I like to tell my friends who are starting up, you know, you don't have to fight to obtain the most expensive most official stuff from the start you know that's just adding to your capital that you don't already have you can use something that works and improve later on you know because we put all this emphasis on professionalism quote-unquote or professional equipment not so much for quality but for the sake of aesthetic when really we can use what we have and just upgrade along the way You know, I don't think it's fair for anybody to, you know, pause on starting something because they don't have what they think is the equipment that is worthy enough to start. Because I see it as feeding into procrastination. I get it. You want to have the best thing before you start, but starting in itself is already hard. So why apply all that undue pressure? right and so during my summer camp after handling all my obligations and still feeling a little guilty for doing it you know with the encouragement from my partner and I guess my guides as well I said you know what yeah let me just let me just purchase the things my husband had his stuff already but I'm the type of person that believes, you know, in having my own. And so we also wanted to do some stuff together. So I I put in the extra effort to get this even way before Christmas. And also because I believe in quality stuff, I felt like now was the right time to upgrade because we're already halfway through in season one. This is episode five of Goddess Botanica, guys. Let me give a little clap. Okay, we even got a little horn honking. (laughs) Um, Wow, what a time. What a time to do that for real. I mean, a part of me is like, it's so early in the morning because I don't start my day before 10 a.m. But then I had to look at my phone and I realized it's (laughs) 10.22 in the world of capitalism. This is very late. It's it's already, uh, you know, a couple minutes shy of lunchtime. 
um what's that 38 minutes yeah i'm not that good at math <laughs> but um that was way too many hunking so okay normally i use the first five minutes to just recap to ensure that you did indeed do your shadow work this week um but you know what i feel like this week was pretty heavy i think just being here still you know choosing to to be on this shitty earth in this shitty pandemic and pushing through you know, your daily routine is enough. I'm not going to be mad at you, Deity, if you did not do any extensive shadow work this week. But I do hope that you kept what we last discussed in mind. Okay? So, I want us to talk about something. And it's sort of like life, you know? Because it's it's not just one topic. It's probably one topic with like three you know three thirds or one third of of three or <laughs> guys forgive me yesterday was such a day um shout out to simone charles shout out to charlesy <laughs> um she has been my primary school best friend like throughout my primary school life and we lost touch literally because you know she moved central while i stayed south went to different high schools or secondary schools rather and even though we saw each other like sparingly over the years like twice this was the first time we really hung out as adults and um it was phenomenal it did not feel like i had to be reintroduced to her as an adult it felt like just as we parted ways in 2004 we just met each other at at the faucet in school all over again by the playground and continued walking until we ended up in like furniture stores <laughs> pricing beds for our homes as adults you know and, and that's pretty dope and so this is a nice way of introducing the topic for this week because i want to talk about detachment and growth and growth not just on a interpersonal or personal rather level rather but growth in how it affects community and our interactions with other people so she was a person that I loved daily we went through so many funny stuff I don't know if she even remember half of the memories that I have with her maybe she remembers certain things I don't and vice versa but she was a person that even though she was at that point a part of my daily routine I had to navigate a world without her in high school so it was she myself a guy named Jerome Wilson the perfect three of course we had our you know adjacent but we were like literally the typical teen dynamic from Disney Channel. You know, the the Miranda, the Lizzie, the Gordo, the Raven, the Chelsea and the Eddie. You know, um, it was, you know, three of us. And I remember the change going into Form 1. And even she was saying that yesterday when we hung out. Knowing that wow, I'm not having Toya anymore. I'm not having Simone anymore. We're not having Jerome anymore. Um, 
Did I shout him out already? Shout out to Jerem Wilson. <laughs> um, yeah, we we try to, you know, maintain the bond. We called each other. She wrote on my Facebook last year, you know, she remembers going to the payphone and <laughs> calling me. I had a home phone. You know, so I had to depend on when she called for us to have conversations, even though spending, what is that, like six hours in school, we still had to talk after school. And right, so when we moved to secondary school and we all split up, like really, really split up into thirds, we tried to maintain that for a little bit. And then we just couldn't keep up with it anymore. And yeah it it felt strange but we adapted and we thought it was something that would have lasted forever but at that point as in after 2004 so between well from 2005 to literally last year 2020 we never anticipated reuniting like this i mean maybe we anticipated it correction we anticipated it but we couldn't fathom its reality we were waiting, but it's like, re- in reality, would this ever really happen? Can you literally just pick up where you left off with somebody? And we learned we can, you know, and that even though we detached ourselves, that it doesn't mean we didn't anticipate longevity. And so that's my first point about detachment. When I speak on detachment, I don't mean that you are supposed to actively sabotage, but also have zero faith in longevity or wanting something for the long haul. It just means that we accept that forever maybe is a fantasy, that forever may be a little too far-fetched. And so we want to appreciate things in the moment in the seasons we accept the seasons of our lives and the people who are in it we accept when our season is up from other people's lives also so it's just really a cyclical thing i hope i pronounced that right okay gavin gavin please don't laugh at me if i did not pronounce that. <laughs> he's my grandma nazi and my baby but yes so detachment like I said again, is accepting things in its season, actively doing so. You know, you're saying, I accept this person. I accept this dynamic. I accept this phase in my life, this stage that I am at right now. However, I am not going to say this is for forever i am not going to force it when the season has changed i can learn to detach and you can tell when people have detachment and you see it all the time because there are people who literally can't let go (laughs) you can't let go because you are that attached to a person or a situation and that isn't healthy i think it's more realistic to say I like this thing and I'm going to enjoy this thing as much as life would have me allow me to. 
rather than I'm going to enjoy this thing forever because reality is you may not necessarily enjoy this thing forever. Reality is the human condition is this change. And a lot of times we actively speak on our changes physically. Okay. We know that after we are born and we become toddlers, that we grow into childrenhood, that we become youths, you know, adolescents. Did I pronounce that well? Because I, I usually pronounce it as adolescents. <laughs> um, you know, that hyper, what's that hyper fixation? I, I can't remember the linguistic tone. Guys, yesterday was lit. But anyway, um, so yeah. You know the different phases in your life, the stages in your life. A baby, we anticipate a baby growing into adulthood and then becoming middle-aged and then becoming an elderly person, right? I am 29 years old. I am entering into my 30s. So I know the stages in life. As long as as long as as we quote unquote cheat death, because death is a real thing, in order to get to death. We have to go through stages. It's sad that some of us stop at certain stages and, and never evolved because death may have taken that away from us. So some of us died young. And for those of us who remain, we grow. Literally, we age. And, and we fight so hard to reverse that process because we don't accept the human condition, which is aging. And likewise internally. Because when you get older, you are more exposed to things. Your worldview changes. You know, when I was 19, I moved north of the highway, as we say. I moved to the east of the east-west corridor, St. Augustine, for college. And... There are certain things, even though I was curious about, you know, I was, okay, so I grew up super Christian. And, and so in being super Christian, you know, we, we tend to be like, we're on the inside looking out and it's better to be on the inside looking out than outside looking in. So we can be saved and these people won't be. And all of these things, you know, this, this sort of preaching that makes you think you're better than people or that. You know, they are some lost cause when really you are the one lost. But that's not the point or the topic for today, right? Um, so, yes, yeah, so, you, so you're curious to know more, but you don't know how because you were so conditioned to have this specific mindset only. And you may look at certain marginalized groups and have your preconceived notions of them. So when you actually interact with them, when you go to college and you are exposed to them and you don't have church people in your ear telling you those aren't people you should affiliate yourself with and da, 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 and, they, and they label all the things that would scare you off <laughs> because you already created these people as some sort of fairy tale like Santa or that guy from that book that people read. Um, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, you know, you have your notion and... Then you really meet the people in real life and you realize, wow, this is really fairy tale. You know, it's it's sort of like it's sort of like Batman and Bruce Wayne. Like you you're you're being told these people are Batman 
you know or batman batman really i'm trying so hard to sound you know like like the queen's english why <laughs> but anyway yeah you you're so the superhero quote-unquote side of it and let me not say superhero because they aren't they are quite the opposite okay the villain so think of the the worst villain ever let's think of joker right now i'm not that into comics and stuff so i don't know if joker ever had a real name before he was a joker <laughs> right um but whoever that is you know the joker without the face painting um that's who joker is but we've made him out to be joker with the with the clung paints in but that is that doesn't mean that's who he is or even if that's part of his aesthetic that's not the side we should judge as the whole you know but that's what is taught you are taught that so in being taught that when you meet the real person when they don't have one all of the things you thought they would have a, have one because your church told you this is how they would look this is how to identify them and this is what you do when you identify them you're in for a shock but guess what happens your worldview is changed in that moment because what you thought you knew your reality told you that that was not the case at all but in that moment your worldview was unpacked and you now had to really be reintroduced to this philosophy this notion that you had because it was so so off from the truth and as you get older you will have similar encounters like that and in having those encounters you elevate and you grow and you change your mindset change your spirit changes as well you know and that's the beauty about life and that's why when someone reaches a hundred we come and we ask them the secret to life because they would have seen it all and done it all like melvin in in baby boy he told jody he told tyrese's character life ain't nothing but a rerun to me you may think you have seen some new shit but i have seen it all and that's why we affiliate age with reasoning and with uh, elevation and we go to older people for these advice because they would have had plenty moments where they had to unpack their worldview and so we know all of these things and we say it right but yet we don't embrace growth we don't embrace detachment we don't embrace change i can't think of one thing that was stagnant as in it it did not evolve it did not grow and you may say toya stagnant is a harsh word because i don't feel stagnant i'm unfulfilled and I'm, I'm i'm not unfulfilled sorry you know i'm just not doing anything new well that's what being stagnant is because stagnant doesn't mean that you're drowning you can be comfortable in your mud pie and your and your muddy house and your muddy hut and your muddy puddle you can't be you can't be quite fine in that state. And maybe that's okay for the most part. But in being in that state, what if you, you have room for growth? You know, what if there are other things that you have to unpack? And that's the thing. You can never be too woke, quote unquote. You can never be too high up, too not want to elevate still or not have moments you may not even plan it but then you end up in situations where you are able to truly see hey i've really grown 
And this no longer serves me. Because, again, in relationships, right? And not just romantically, I'm talking friendships as well. We tend to think that there has to be this horrible thing that has to happen before somebody is exed out your life. And that's not the case. Because growth has shown me that there are people who, yeah, I will have disagreement with and that will be the end of that dynamic. But there are other times when you simply grow apart. Maybe you and this person, because we tend to connect with people um, because of our similarities with them for the most part, right? Be it how, how... It doesn't matter how shallow we think it is. We may judge people's friendships and say, oh, all they're good for is party and whatever. And and we look at them as these party people. But hey, even though that's the case, live and let live. That's their enjoyment. Just because it isn't yours doesn't mean you're above it or or beneath it. But the main thing is, even you at some point in your life may have been that type of person. And because you're not that person anymore, you don't really have that much in common anymore. And so you grew apart. Or this person may have been interested in, you know, just tearing people down on a daily, right? Being mad at the world, criticizing everybody's views. And then maybe they became that person that was a little more chill and, you know, allowed people to have their opinions as long as it isn't toxic and harmful and, and cause, you know, people to be marginalized, because those are the things you have to speak up for okay and we'll have a a, a podcast dedicated to that you know using your platform for the the greater good and how that helps in terms of community building and networking in shadow work as well but all in all growth is important and you outgrow people because you get older and you have moments where you unpack and you move on And so you leave behind the things that don't serve you anymore. You detach yourself. But the thing is, humans aren't consistent. Because in certain instances, we can be that way. And then in others, we are not. So I remember this time I saw someone posted, you know, women in particularly and friendships. Like we are, are, it's so easy for us to detach ourselves from our friends But with our men, we give them second chances. And this is from a cishet perspective, okay? I I can't say what it's like for the queer world and how frequent that is as well. Maybe it is because, um, you know, this is life. And I know the answer for that is definitely toxic masculinity and patriarchy. So it's not shocking that women will forgive men more than they forgive women. Chances are you're in competition with a woman, for the sake of the male gaze and for male approval chances are you allow your man to tell you who you can and can't talk to so you know it's easy to to have those statements being made and you know we think that the problem is is women when really it all ties back to the things that are really the superstructures of the world, patriarchy and toxic masculinity, which at this point is so merged together that you can't really, like the line is is blurred, like you can't differentiate which is which. So we just use the terms interchangeably at this point. But my point is we don't, we aren't consistent. 
And we need to be consistent with detachment because that's where biases come up, you know. So no, you don't have to wait till you and that person have the cuss out of the century. You already feel the changes. You already know that you are a goody person. And you can ask yourself that too, you know, I'm growing. So is it that I've now created new biases and I don't want these people around me? And biases used in a negative sense here where I think I'm too uppity for these people? Or is it that these people really are so low vibrational in their frequency and shit that I need to have them out of my life? And that's fine. And, you know, I know there's a debate on leaving silently versus, you know, opening your throat chakra and speaking up. But you would be able to navigate which situations are worth it and which aren't, you know. And it doesn't even make these people bad people. You don't have to villainize them. It's just that you have grown. And so these people no longer serve you. And that is fine. But here's the thing. When these things happen, I want you to also know that the reverse can be done to you. Because we speak a lot about other people not serving us any longer. You know, we're removing all the dead weight, yada, yada, yada. You know, those things that don't outright hurt us, but it's weighing us down and it doesn't serve us, right? There's stagnant, well, stagnant waters there. Is stagnancy a word? (laughs) Right? Shit is stagnant right shit is stagnant (laughs) and we remove ourselves from these people's lives because of how stagnant it is but then we we can't fathom it happening to us maybe we are the stagnant mfs in people's lives you know maybe we are the ones that are the deadweight so let people release us as well let's not read into it or be annoyed the only way you should be annoyed is if you feel as though You were indeed not worthy of or not ready for letting this person go. And if you if you want to have that conversation with the person, you know, to to inquire on what went wrong, I guess it is your right to go to your way and ask a question. But anybody that left my life silently, I'm not going to be like, oh, my gosh, why did you leave it? Like I used to be that way. I used to be that person to try and reach out and talk to these people. But It didn't make sense or that person because it's not a bunch of people. But then I realized, well, the people I did reach out to, it isn't to say that a bunch of people didn't (laughs) get mad. But usually those things are like when it, it hit some level of climax that was toxic and brutal and nasty. But in terms of people just leaving silently, um, that hasn't really happened, right? But what has happened was people weren't consistent in who they are and so by default i had to let them go and if someone is silently someone that matters that is i'm not talking random people on facebook who really didn't matter in real life i'm talking i have real life relationship relationships with these people and they just disappear and i thought we were you know cool then i still won't be compelled to reach out because it's their right to say Toya doesn't serve me anymore. She's just there occupying space. And who's to say maybe 
maybe it's not that they've outgrown me per se it's just that i'm not being reciprocal so to protect their peace they want to be around people who reciprocate the energy they put out and that's more than fair too but then you know when these things happen we tend to instinctively want to put a message out that we are unfazed and if we weren't faced, we wouldn't say shit. But that's another topic. <laughs> right? But, um, yeah, we just, you know, we really have this weird concept with life. We understand the circle of life. We understand the phases, the stages, the seasons. I mean, hell, even in nature, it doesn't stay the same, at least in this part of the world, you know. Um, or I don't know if in any part of the world it stays the same. Because even though we're tropical, we still have rain. You know, it doesn't be sunlight all the time you know in the desert it may always be sun but they may have have heavy winds you know it's never one specific temperature all the time it's never one specific weather all the time and so even time in itself time ticks away we get older it shows in our skin it shows in our physical side and i would hope it shows in our spiritual side as well so growth is definitely a real thing growing is a real thing and we must allow people to grow as well you know we are growing and we we hold space or not necessarily hold space but we allow that grace for others as well to grow and at this moment i want to take the opportunity to say many times right we have wrong people and they remember us for the wrong thing we did because that was the last interaction we had with them but we have grown and we tend to want to reach out to those people to prove how much we've grown especially if we haven't totally let go of them and i want that to stop because then it conflicts with what growth and shadow work really is growth and shadow work is a personal thing and i say this because even on my journey to growing and elevation and self-growth and all of that along the way you may hear of those that discredit you but then you have to remember these people remembered me in a negative light whether or not that light is accurate that's the perspective they have that they've created whether it's fact or fiction it doesn't matter that's what's in their brain right that's what's living rent-free in their minds <laughs> okay so it really doesn't matter what you do or say regardless and that's why it's even more important or more importantly you should grow for you you should understand growth from a personal intimate perspective some of us are summoned as i saw in a in a text or a meme the other day some of us are summoned to do so publicly like this podcast goddess botanica my my vlog page you publicly show your growth because you were always very vocal about it and or even if you weren't vocal about it you just feel the need to be you know vocal about it now that's cool but your growth shouldn't become gimmicky it shouldn't be because you want to prove something to other people you have to prove that to yourself and those looking on, those who genuinely root for you, will be able to see how much you have grown. And they may congratulate you. And the validation and reassurance is good. 
but the source must always be here. And I just touched my, my chest. The source must always be from within you. It shouldn't be that, it shouldn't be that you are focused on a caricature of you or some clone of you for the applause of the public. It should be driven by spirit and from within. And it's because you really want to grow and you really are sick and tired of yourself. (laughs) So seasons change, life change. We grow, we elevate. We know, you know, the phases in life. We know where we all may end up sooner or later, just a matter of when. But then we don't accept changes in our dynamics with people and and our taste in things look as a kid you can get me to eat cassava and and who is more enthusiastic than me right now to eat some butter cassava and and some you know baji and salt fish or smoked herring and stuff and i see the other stuff eh? even even baji shit like even baji and my caribbean Creole people, well, not just Creole, but Caribbean people know what I'm talking about. I preferred Kalalu to Baji, right? I felt Baji was too dry. I felt it was not cooked enough. <laughs> so, or what we call local spinach, because I see some people call Baji spinach. We know Baji and spinach in the same thing, but it, the concept is similar because it shrinks when you cook it, right? And it's green, green leafy vegetable. But who could eat Baji more than me now, especially with a slice of cheese? I love me some baji. But most importantly, I love cassava. No, I'm not eating avocado. That's still shit, right? <laughs> and we'll have a podcast dedicated to the crazy things you'll eat that, you know, are clearly overhyped, right? And that's head in the list. That and then cow pus, right? AKA milk, okay? But yeah, cassava was, was somewhere on that plane or, or level, and now I eat cassava. And it's crazy. Now, would I run to it first? No, but if it's on my plate, I'm not going to be annoyed. And so, yeah, even, even the things you thought you'd never eat, you eat. So that's another change. My worldview on that change, my philosophy on that change. I realized that maybe I just didn't like the person who made the cassava at the time. <laughs> no offense. So whoever that may be because I grew up with different people at different phases in my life so you know I can't say who's the source but that's the thing about life change because my grandmother now she would be shocked to know Toya eating cassava right Toya never used to eat that yet here I am here am I <laughs> right so that's the thing about life I said it earlier on and I'm going to say it again. The, the, the condition of life is this. Change. That's just how we are. That's who we are. From humankind to animal kind. We change. We grow. We elevate. It's just at different phases in our lives. And that's fine because we tend to think because we're all in the same age group that we'll grow at the same time as well. And that's not true. There are plenty of people who are in their late 30s that has the spirit of a 20-something. And it's no shade. It's just, you know, there are certain things you expect for certain 
decades when it comes to life. Like I even saw on TikTok and on Facebook, um, you know, the the enthusiasm or the timeline from a teenager to a 40 something when it comes to going to the club and stuff. Some of us never wanted to go to the club ever. Right? But for those of us who did go or were interested in things that, you know, were mostly about socializing and, and staying out till obscene hours of the morning, clearly showing that we had no obligations at all. Right? We can't fathom doing that shit now that we are approaching our 30s or already in our 30s. Worse if we're in our 40s. Because our physical body, biologically, it wouldn't allow us to be that energized. And then socially, we can't because whereas in the day you had school and then you could go home and sleep, you know, or whatever else you had to do, you are the adult. So you can't just go home and sleep. You have to cook and, and prepare your own dinner and all of those things. So life at that stage, life at that stage would not have allowed you the luxury of being able to socialize as a 20-something. Like at 10 o'clock, that's the latest you could see yourself returning home for. <laughs> and 18-year-old, 21-year-old, 23-year-old you you still leave your home that hour to go to parties. Could you imagine that? Could you remember that? COVID aside, like if there wasn't any COVID, my millennials who are in their 30s now or approaching 30s, right? Within the next year, okay? Can you fathom leaving your house at 10 p.m. to go anywhere? It's crazy. Even for the most extroverted version of a millennial, the extrovertist extrovert is not leaving home 10 p.m. to go anywhere. Trini millennials will leave that time from home, maybe for juvie. That's it. <laughs> and juvie is once a year. And best believe when you go to juvie, chances are they ain't seen you till Carnival Tuesday. Now, there are those who push themselves, but when you hear how they nearly died, <laughs> you're like, What? <laughs> But yeah, I'm saying all of that to say because I know I, I strayed a lot. But we change and it's fine. And it's okay if people don't acknowledge our change because we are changing for ourselves. Change and growth is a personal one. It's very intimate. So we do it for us. We don't do it for people. Or in fact, we don't do it for the people who don't matter. Listen, and this is straying a bit again, but just to remind you or to, you know, testify a little. The moment I stopped focusing on haters or people who didn't matter is the moment I grew the most. And it's the moment the blessings came because I accepted the change. I accepted that this was my new season. And it's sad that they aren't there yet because a lot of times when people can't accept you have changed, right? And they become a hater or whatever, or you mess them up so they don't care to even learn about the new you or the elevated you or whatever. Chances are it's because they themselves know they aren't capable of change. If somebody discredits your change, you're not obligated to it. Eh? You're not obligated to anybody believing you change right only those that matter is obligated to doing so 
the people who still hold space for you. But the thing about it is there's a difference between not allowing a person to change or having them be in your life to witness that change and actively being rent free in having that person rent free in your mind to talk about it. It keeps you stagnant. You have to release. You don't have to place that person in your life, but you have to release and let go so you can elevate too. But chances are, you know, this is another spin to it. These people can't fathom that because they themselves can't fathom themselves changing. And the people around them don't show them any change. We have a saying in Trini, or at least Southern Trinidad, because my husband looked at me so confused when I said it. We say, dog don't stop suck egg or dog do stop suck egg meaning that people seldom change that bad people seldom change and this could be true because we don't totally transform ourselves all the time sometimes we just create new coping mechanisms palatable coping mechanisms um for those looking on because again it sometimes it's more about public applause or the applause of it all than really wanting to be better but yeah if we see people really growing around us we could believe people could grow too the difference is how important are they to us that we choose to have them wait around to change or that they choose to have us around to change or none of us allow each other that moment to witness anything and that should be fine as well because again detachment detachment means i love you and i enjoy our dynamic right now and i am hopeful that it's long but i'm also just appreciative of the moment even when it isn't that long Detachment also means detaching yourself from older visions of yourself that was probably indeed very, very toxic and forgiving yourself for those mistakes. You can't attach yourself to the old you because you're holding the old you hostage and you won't grow. That's why we have a lot of 30-somethings that are still teenage fingers and yes, we have trauma and all of those things too, but I'm talking people actively working through their trauma, quote unquote, and doing the shadow work, but they're still toxic. How? Where's the disconnect? We see you going to therapy. We see what you post. How are you so able to just have this outer persona? And then for those of us who really know you, we feel the sting of you. It's because a lot of us self-sabotage ourselves. We self-sabotage because you could only self-sabotage yourself, right? Why am I being redundant? <laughs> Maybe it's time for me to go. But yes, we sabotage ourselves because we don't let go of our former selves. We hold our former selves hostage. And that's not what growth is about. Because then you won't appreciate the new season of your life. You won't appreciate your blessing. You would think, I am so unworthy of this because this is who I was. This is who I used to be. This is what was given to me. But this attachment and embracing seasons and growth and change and understanding that that is the human condition would mean that you are able to let go. You are able to release. 
And then when you do that, you evolve. So as much as your power allows you, you should be able to let go and navigate through life. So deities, this is Goddess Latoya saying, embrace detachment. Please detach. Because this is the art of letting go. So, deities, catch me on the Trusted Sources new episode, or, or first episode rather, for its new season. Yes, catch me on the 26th of September at the Trusted Source podcast. They're on Apple Music, they're on Spotify. Uh, it's it's going to be so much fun. I'm not going to give anything away. You 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 know how to spell. Google that shit. Google Trusted Source. You see their episodes. You get to know a bit about them. And then you can look forward to their latest episode featuring your girl from Goddess Botanica, Goddess Otoya. Okay, the Goddess Botanica. And we're just chopping it up, chopping it up and having some fun. All right. So take care. Love you guys. Mwah. <laughs>